Hey, everybody, it's Mike from the Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios and brought to you by our official sponsor of the Mike Wagner Show, international warring author Mia Mosazia of Missing. We're here with an amazing, um, multi talented uh, producer, award winning director, and also an award winning. Um, you know, actor as well, too, from Hollywood. He began his career at the age of eight, and he's been in theater, commercials, and all kinds. He's had 11 wins at Calcutta, also um, Dream Dreamclave, and also uh, Fantastic Horror Fest, and also Hollywood um, Blood as well, too, and also in Rome International Film Fest, and he also appeared in The Warriors, also Spider-Man, Pearl Harbor, the Broadway version <laughs> of Cats, and uh, Star Trek Voyager. And he's talking about a new movie called Ravage Nation, and yes, Everyone hell loves popcorn. We'll get into that. Live, ladies and gentlemen, from Plus Two is in beautiful downtown Los Angeles. The multi-award winning director and actor and amazing multi-talented all across the board with Ravage Nation. Ladies and gentlemen, the amazing Michael Musasos. Michael, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thanks for joining hey. us today. Hey, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. That's quite an introduction. Well, we're wow, the my whole life flashed in front of me. <laughs> well, the only accomplishments you got, Michael, I mean, it's worthy of it. I mean, look at what you did. You're more multi-winning you. director, actor from Hollywood. Yeah. You also began a career at eight in theaters, commercials, and more. You had 11 wins at Calcutta and also um, Dream Dreamclave and also uh, Fantastic Horror Fest and also um, Hollywood um, Blood as well, too, and also the Rome uh, International uh, Film Fest as well, too. And also you appeared in The Warriors, Spider-Man, Pearl Harbor, the Broadway version of Cats, Star Trek Voyager. You also been in the right. show and also uh, Slice, Stalkerazzi also um, did some work. You directed, you produced and everything. The Exorcism and also um, Parker Daniels as well, The Butcher. And you got a new project called Ravage Nation, which is all the rage. And before getting all that, Michael, tell us how you first got started. Basically, I was, like you were telling everybody, I started about eight, nine years old back in New York City. Um, I was doing commercials. I was doing um, theater, summer stock, um, you know, just getting out there, getting my foot in the door, making the rounds like everybody else. And then uh, one thing started leading to another. I was doing more. I was doing more theater then than I was doing movies. Although I wanted to, my goal was to be in a lot of films, which came later to be later in life. Um, you know, so I was doing a lot, a lot of plays. And then, uh, I, you know, I did Broadway for one year. And um, then the movies started coming and small parts, extra work, day player parts, a, a bigger part here, a bigger part there. And just starting to build up my resume. And then I moved to Los Angeles about 32 years ago, still continuing in the acting profession, Spider-Man, Star Trek, Voyager, Pearl Harbor, um, I had a small little stint in uh, training day. And from there, um, the acting profession for me was always a love-hate relationship. Um, I got out, I did other things, I pursued other things, I got back in again. Um, I got into writing about 15 years ago. I love writing. I love creating worlds and situations and people and places and where they go. And, you you know, you're moving them. I feel like I move them like um, chess pieces. I was you just going to say chess pieces like yeah. the pawn, you know, protect right. the queen and uh, defend the king. And you got your knights. You got, um, you know, just about everything, your rooks and all that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was talking to a friend of mine not too long ago about the subject. And he was asking about writing. And I'm like, okay, well, then, you know, you, you're moving the people. 
you have a scene, I'll say you're in a restaurant, a birthday, what can happen? Seven, eight different nine, you know, scenarios can happen. If it's a comedy, then it, it, is it um, a horror? Does the waiter come out with a knife with a cake? <laughs> um, you have to come. Oh, you know, you're, you're, you, you're you scaring have... everybody. Who wants to go to a restaurant? You're scaring everybody. No, no, no. I know. The way, the Watch way, out when I, you I, order I'm a looking... steak, okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of Kathy Bates coming out, you know, and, you know, all, you know but, you know, then where, where do you want it to go? I mean, do does the, does the couple have a, a breakup? Does she say she's pregnant? Do they want to get married? Is somebody cheating on this? And then you have to write the dialogue accordingly. And then what's happening to the next level and the next level. So, you know, you are creating your own world and your own characters and your own people. And they're living and breathing through you. But you have to write in their their, vo their voices. You can't write in your own voice, you know. And... Um, then when we get onto set, you know, with the actors, I'd like, look, we rehearse it. We know this. We know what's happening. Just make it your own. Make it simple. You don't have to say my words, my words verbatim. I'm the writer. You don't have to ask permission. Could I say this? Can I say that? I like actors to improvise. I came from the acting world, so I know what it takes for an actor to get to a certain place. So I allow my actors to have that freedom uh, and not pigeonhole them. And, you know, my words are not God. Say it and mean it the way you think you've done your homework as the actor, your background as the actor, and let's see what it does. And, you know, we can try things. I'm not the guy that does 50 takes. Um, usually, two to, without any technical or noise, something, we usually get about two, about two to three takes. I've done stuff with one take. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm uh, it's not rocket science. If you believe in yourself and you believe in your crew, you believe in the actors. Um, I constantly work with the same core people over and over again because they know how I work and I know how they work. I'm not in video village somewhere. I'm most of the time, nine out of 10, I DP myself. I have other people DPing, obviously, if I'm in the scene. But I love I love DPing. I'm there. I'm the actor is acting for me, and mm. I'm not I'm not three miles away in a tent saying, um, "Yeah, can you tell them to?" Uh, no, I'm right there. You know, You're, they're acting right in front of me. I am the audience. I'm the writer. I'm the director. I am the audience. Quentin Tarantino has said this over and over and over again. He's another one, and I'm a firm believer in that. The actor is a one-on-one, -on -one and they are acting for me. Hmm. That's rather interesting. You mentioned about Quentin Tarantino, one of the, um, the directors as well, too. Who are some of my other favorite directors and uh, producers and writers growing up? Um, you know, well, I got, I got to know a lot of people because I worked at a restaurant um, around the corner from where I live called The Silver Spoon, and I was there for like 20 years. And this was like before TMZ and all that nonsense. So they came from the actor's studio. And most of them was on Fridays, but you never know who was coming in. But, you know, I'm, I'm waiting on Quentin Tarantino, a Shelley Winters, Farrah Fawcett, uh, Marty Landau, Joanne Linville, Joe Dante. So, you know, these are people over and over again. And a lot of them are legends and icons. And, you know, you just got to, you know, 20 years. So, I mean, 
as far as other um, directors or horror directors, but I mean, horror directors, um, Robert Rodriguez, Eli Roth, um, those, the old school guys, John Carpenter, um, Deval, um, I'm, uh, De Palma, rather. Um, you know, and today I like, uh, I'm following Ari Aster's work. Um, he has a new film coming out. I love his work. Um, there are a lot of up and coming directors, you know, that I like, but my, I try to emulate and formulate the Scorsese's, the Coppola's. I study, I, um, I'm on YouTube all the time. I'm watching tutorials. I'm listening to what they're saying, advice given. And it's, you know, it's a, it's a whole library of, uh, knowledge. Mm-hmm. And, uh, a lot of it I just hold very, very sacred, you know, and I try to emulate and live filming in that kind of uh, in that kind of a world that they're saying. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, you talk about the some of the famous directors that who are your biggest influences, producers, right? And all that. How about some of your favorite actors and actresses growing up? And how about some of your favorite movies growing up? Um, OK, uh, we'll we'll do movies first. Um, if you're talking regular movies, I'm I'm, the you know. I, again, The Godfathers, um, Scorsese's movies, De Palma's movies. I like Hitchcock. I love Hitchcock's work. Um, I liked um, A Touch of Evil. You know, um, I love the old, the older movies. Um, I love Gone with the Wind. I loved um, uh, what do you call it? Um, Lawrence of Arabia. You know, those type of movies, actors, Al Pacino, De Niro. Um, I, I'm liking and uh, actors that take chances. I like like Keanu Reeves. Um, there's a lot of new people coming up. Austin Butler, obviously, that just did Elvis. Uh, Brendan Fraser made a resurgence with The Whale. Um, you know, and those are those are people um a lot of the, you know, the old school kind of guys are, you know, I feel Hollywood has, once that era came and those people died off and stuff like that, these new up and comings are, some of them are kind of good. They're getting their footing, they're learning, they're doing things. You know, there's a lot of one hit wonders out there with everything, with any situation. Um, a writer, a one hit wonder, a comedian, a singer, a one hit wonder. So, you know, you might have a big smash hit today and then have three bad films in a row. So you just can't take yourself too seriously, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Exactly. I mean, I, I, no, no, I was going to say no, that's, okay. exa- that's exactly the point as well, too. You also had uh, got involved as well, too. You had some wins at Calcutta and also Fantastic Horror Fest. And, um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Hollywood Blood as well, too. You also appeared in uh, The Warriors, Spider-Man, Pearl Harbor. Talk about involvement. You also won some awards. We'll talk about your work. But first, you listen to The Mike Widener yeah. Show at themikewidenershow.com, powered by SoundWeb Studios. Visit online at soundwebstudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. SoundWeb Studios is the answer. SoundWeb Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs that blow the competition away. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. It's 1-800-303-3960 or email to support at sonicwebstudios.com. Mention the Mike Widener Show. Get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios. Take your image to the next level. 
Also, time to give official shout out to our official sponsor, the Mike Widener Show, international warring author Mia Molson Zia. If you love fast paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Molson Zia, available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing is fast paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. Takes place in four countries, two strangers, one target, where truth is illusion and those you love will be the first to go missing. It's available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Molson Zia has garnered great reviews. And Evil Evan enjoys by Howard's celebrities, including Joanna Cassidy, Forge Riley, and many others. So grab your copy today for goes Missing by Mia Molson Zia, available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com or 40 podcast platforms. Heard in 100 countries, including Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, Nightheart Radio, also Anchor FM, Apple Music, and also on BitChute, Rumble, and also on the YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe. Take us with you on any mobile device. Subscribe to the Mike Widener Show on the YouTube channel, also on BitChute and Rumble. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok as well. And for great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com. Check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. T-shirts, pop sockets, throw pillows, tote bags, hoodies. Makes great gifts 24-7. Go to Amazon.com. Check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. And for more great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com slash Mia Molson Zia for great books like Missing, Once, and Wrinkles. Also T-shirts, pop sockets, hoodies, phone cases, and more. Amazon.com slash Mia Molson Zia. Check it out today. And most importantly, don't forget to support the Mike Widener Show on Anchor FM, PayPal, and the themikewidenershow.com. Make sure you do so today. You're here with the multi-talented, multi-war winning director and actor from Hollywood, from New York to Los Angeles to Hollywood, Michael Masastos here on the Mike Widener Show. And um, you talk about some of the um, the influence that, that you had on as well, too. You also won some awards. And um, you had The Butcher, which won 65 awards, and uh, Ravage won yes. 40. And you also uh, had uh, appeared in The Warriors, Baseball Fury, Spider-Man, Star Trek, Pearl Harvey been on Broadway on Cats and um, you know tell us about some of those and also tell us about some of your appearances and the awards as well too. Yeah, that, I mean that's a that's a great introduction. You know my life better than I do. <laughs> um, yeah. There were a couple of things on there that I, I forgot about. So um, yeah, I mean it's all um, on I, it's all on IMDb. Once it's out there, IMDb. It's out there. Yeah, thank I you, know. IMDb. I know. <laughs> or DB. Thank you, IMDb. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, it even puts your age, it puts your age out there too on IMDb. Um, yeah, I mean, I had before the butcher, um, in 2019, I did a string of about six or seven films. I was not, I did not go to film school. I went to film. Um, I studied, I'd learned, um, I absorbed by watching others and sometimes also, you know, when you're on somebody else's set, um, those were my learning. That was my learning tools, my learning school. I did not think that any of those particular films were worthy enough to go out there into festivals. Because mm-hmm. uh, um, I, I figured, you know, you get basically one shot. You don't want to have a bad name. You don't want to say he's an amateur. You don't want to say it looks like this. It looks like that. It looks like it costs blah, 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 blah. Once I did The Butcher, though, in 2019, and I'm the lead in it, Maria Olsen plays my mom, um, I started small and dipped my toes into the festival world, and I started getting recognition after recognition, and then I entered more and more and more and more. Uh, obviously, I didn't win everything, but I, 65 is not bad. I'll take it. Um, internationally, as well as domestic. Um, Europe loves Europe loves my films um, you know and then from there um, that's when I did Ravage 
Uh, Ravage and Ravage Nation, some of the characters are the same brought over. They are two different films. Um, Ravage Nation is not necessarily a sequel. It's a standalone film. It takes place four years afterwards. Um, I was bored, like everybody else, during COVID. I was writing a short called Ravage. Um, then my friend uh, Phil Herman suggested I make it into a feature-length film. What started out as something small about COVID and dealing with that um, became... Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the Soderbergh movie um, Contagion where everybody starts giving each other, you know, their, you know, the disease, the containment, coughing, sneezing, touching, touching elevators, that mm -hmm. whole thing. It starts, it starts off that way. And then world war three happens. And this one guy, Dean Taylor survives. He thinks it's, he's the only survivor. So then it becomes an I am legend kind of a film. Then it moves to the year 2032. He hasn't seen anybody in 12 to 15 years. Wow. So, you know, ca cabin fever, stir crazy, yada, 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 yada. Until he finally does start discovering other people and creatures and zombies and things like that. Um, then that went out. And it won about 40, 45 awards, which was is not bad as well. Um, and I decided, to, yeah, it, this is going to be a three-part. But uh, then I did Ravage Nation. Uh, it takes place four or five years later in the year 2036. Ravage was 2032. Um, what I did was now I took liberties with COVID and made it the CV5 virus. Now, the CV5 virus, if women that were pregnant gave birth to hybrid creatures. Oh, wow. Mutation, mutations, hybrids, one scratch, a bite. You, so there's zombies as well in this. There's mutations. Um, it's dark. It's very, very dark. Um, what I did with the main character, played brilliantly by Jake Scazzaro, um, he, now, he has seven personalities. So it's split. Um, Jake plays this so brilliantly. There's one scene, uh, one take, seven minutes. He goes from different character to different character and has a conversation. I wrote it that way. And we meet all seven different personalities. No mm. cuts, no cutaways, nada. Mm. And he does, he does such a brilliant job on this. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, he, he, there's, there's, um, Mrs. Maplethorpe, a proper prim British lady. There's Joey Fats from Brooklyn. Uh, he's got the <laughs> stogie in his hand. He's talking. He misses the broads. Um, there's uh, Reggie, who's a 10-year-old uh, kid who's into hip-hop music and has got, like, you know, OCD and all this kind of stuff. Um, then, the, you know, there's Achilles, there's Achilles, who's a, a bloody, a bloodthirsty killer. Um, so there's all these different layers to this one particular character of Dean Taylor. And um, we just filmed in the woods, the mountains. We filmed in Sweetser Falls. We filmed at the L.A. River. We filmed at Escondido Falls. I just wanted the openness, the, um, uh, the splendor some places, overlooking mountains and waterfalls. And we filmed at waterfalls itself. 
uh, going walking two hours to get to a waterfall and two hours to get out. We felt we'd leave at four in the morning. Uh, you get there by uh, in an hour at five. You're watching the sun come up over the mountains, which is great. And, you know, you can shoot two or three scenes. Sometimes uh, every once in a while you'll see hikers going by, but we're off to the side and they really don't bother you. And it's Los Angeles. Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we got somebody being killed with an axe. Nobody cares. <laughs> you know, it's Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, and when when we're five people at the most, it's not like we got a crew of thirty. You know, and trucks and all this kind of stuff going on. You know, it's um, it's you know, uh, film film and run. You know, it's guerrilla filmmaking. Um, but it's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Um, but that took like that took eleven months. We filmed when all the everybody can get together, and we filmed primarily on a Monday, a Monday or a Tuesday. Uh, and it took eleven months. But wow. You know, it yeah, it's it's out there now in festivals. It's at number twelve that just won. We we're in it until like next October. We're in festivals for another year, but we also have it out in DVD and Blu-ray, so it is available. And uh, I just signed with SRS Cinema with Ron uh, Bonk, I believe that's how you pronounce his name, mm -hmm. uh, for North North uh, America distribution. So he's going to start getting me streaming on that platform as well. And now I'm just in the middle of uh, doing another film. I wanted to put part three of the Ravage series. I didn't want to keep going back to back to back to back to back. So I'm doing containment. And it's about it's now about seven friends that get together um, over a friend's death. Um, mm. they, they killed, he killed himself by suicide. And they're at this cabin and they're having a good time and blah, blah, blah. And this hiker is out there and he's doing his thing. And, and he comes across this person. The guy bites him and he has rabies. And now this particular hiker is turning into this uh, creature, if you will. I'm working on the design at that. I'm in the middle of the script. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, we're, uh, I'm crowdfunding right now on Indiegogo. Um, and I have had a lot of people give me um, private donations aside of that. So I had a really big one the other day. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. So that's going to be my that's going to be my next venture. Um, it's called containment. So, okay. um, yeah. And, uh, and we're selling and we're selling forward to it I'm as sorry? well, too. And do you also have um, another film that's um, coming out called Carnival? We'll talk about that. Along with your other works with Michael Masasas. You listen to The Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com, powered by Soundcraft Studios. Visit online at soundcraftstudios.com for all your needs. And brought to you by official sponsor, The Mike Widener Show, international warring author, Mia Molson's The Missing, available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. We'll be back with you, multi award winning director and actor from Los Angeles, Michael Masasas, after this time. We're back with the multi-talented Michael Masasos here on the Mike Wagner Show. We talk about Ravage Nation, Ravage, and um, also uh, some of his career as well, too. And uh, you've been in Baseball Furies, The Warriors, Spider-Man. Maybe just a bit more about those uh, parts and, um, you know, tell us more about it, what you liked about them, and before we talk about your latest carnival. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, as an actor, I mean, I'm obviously not starring in the movies. I mean, they're, they're bit parts. Uh, but again, they're, you know, working with, you know, uh, a lot of the directors um, that, you know, uh, also like, you know, being in a Jerry Bruckheimer type of film and Pearl Harbor. And uh, 
I got to be in Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man and as one of the generals. And yeah, I mean, it, you know, it was, it's, it's cool being on those, it's cool being on those sets, but um, you know, for me, I'm at a different stage of my life right now. So I like doing my, my own stuff, my own writing, my own directing, my, you know, um, that's why with, with the acting business for me, it was like, okay, um, you're not tall enough. You're not skinny enough. You're not good looking enough. You're too fat. You're too skinny. You're too this. Well, now I'm calling the shots. So it's my money. And um, I dig it. I like independent filmmaking. Don't get me wrong. Somebody wants to turn around and hand me $10 million uh, for a studio. I'm right there. Uh, like everybody else. Let's not fool ourselves. But, you know, right now where I am, I dig it because I'm... everything is being um it's on me everything rests on me um i'm i'm learning i'm still learning i i'm uh, i'm trying to um evolve everybody evolves you evolve as an actor a writer a director um everybody does their own thing today there are no more rules you don't have to do this worry about a 180 a 360 the lens this the lens that the lighting to this Everything has completely changed. Um, technology is great. Everybody's making their movies on their phones or their you know, the this, the that, whatever. Lots of streaming platforms out there today. You're not relying on a studio. Um, you know, so anything you can do to get your name out there. Um, and so far, it's been a great ride. Um it's very long hours. It's um, your crowdfunding, you're begging, you're pleading $5, $10. You know, it's that, I hate the crowdfunding, the the crowdfunding thing, because I feel, you know, I'm I'm begging for money. I'm also, you know, a a, a server. Uh, Most of these films are financed by myself. Um, I've had a few friends along the way that have contributed and they've got producers credits and things like that you know you give me x amount of money and then you get this title mm-hmm. in my movie yeah and of course um, you know you're you naming know, lights and all that stuff you know just by giving a few yeah. dollars <laughs> yeah i mean you know a lot of people they've always wanted to produce something they didn't know how okay well you give me x i give you producers credit you're on imdb bam you're a producer now go out there and get your you know it's like that's the way it is i've, and, and- I've had people that no, go ahead. No, I was going to say, you can, you can finish up here too, so. Yeah, no, I mean, I've done things where, you know, a, a perk. You've ever wanted to be killed in a film? You like horror films? You've ever wanted to be where the, the, the killer, the slasher, the bad guy kills you? You know, X amount of dollars. That And I've had people do that. I've thrown people into my movie and they were bloodily, you know, bloody killed in the film. And it's like, there you go. <laughs> Now, can you do that as can you, if a person can't make it on film? Can you do it as a CGI or maybe like um, a body double or something? I hate CGI. I'm going to put it out there. Um, I like the practical effects. I like the, um, you know, the Tom Sylvani way, uh, practical effects, killing somebody, the knife, you know, the blood coming out. You have to do it in a certain way now. I mean, I've seen a lot of films where, you know, they do that and then, they, you know, they've they got the, flood, the the fake guts coming out and it's wiry and stringy and the fake, it just looks so cheesy. 
Mm-hmm. You know, there's a right right way of doing something and the wrong way of doing something. Um, you know, and then every, you hear this. I hate the saying, "We'll fix it in post." <laughs> no, do it right the first time, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, but it's um, you know, it, it it's that kind of thing. There's a, there's there's good great horror. I think over the years, horror had gotten a bad rep. Uh, for being so cheesy, for being 70s. Mm-hmm. You know, people were like just doing garbage. Right. Or, you know, or associated with violence, killing, slashing, and yeah, um, you know, rape and everything be, else. Yeah. Right. Just trying to be a TNA kind of movie with the girls, mm-hmm. you know, and that kind of thing, and hiring B actors. You know, it's like, you know, all these, these I'll give you an example these Amityville movies. I mean, talk about milking a franchise because it's in the public domain. I wrote a script called Amityville Legend, and I tried getting it off the ground, but I need really serious good money to do this the right way. It's not just ripping off the name. It starts in 1945, vaudeville, and then it moves to 1972, a year before the um, original killings, the DeFeo family and then the Lutz family you know, from uh, uh, Margot Kidder and James Brolin. But like some of these other ones, you know, Amityville Shark, Amityville, you know, there's one Amityville Toilet. The guy sits on the toilet. The guy sits on the toilet. toilet? Does somebody really really give a a, crap about the Amityville Toilet? Yeah, exactly. There's a knife that comes out from the toilet seat, dude. Oh my gosh. Amityville in outer space, Amityville Shark. I mean milking it it's garbage or amityville you know? phone you know amityville computer amityville laptop amityville social has, media they got nothing to do with amityville they don't even take place in long island <laughs> they've got nothing to do with the house or anything it's like oh, come on boy. man <laughs> oh my and then, it, and then and then it's like that old mickey rooney judy garland let's go make a movie so we get our friends and everybody's in the garage and of course and you know, everybody does it. the song and dance <laughs> and it's like ah, ah, hey, ah. How, <laughs> hey how about a, like you know amdeville like back in the day of uh what was it the uh song and dance bob hope judy garland and of course right. you got them what was it esther williams and the and the and esther the williams and all yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 esther uh, williams absolutely i, I think yeah, we just, man, i mean I think we just God came up with some great ideas here. <laughs> well, before we get off this whole Amityville thing and, uh, you know, turning to another crowdfunder, whatever it is, maybe somebody's still an idea. Right. You got your own, uh, you know, movie that's coming up as well, too, as a uh, carnivore. And uh, tell us more about that. Well, carnivore right now. I mean, we started filming a couple of days, a couple of months ago, back in October, November. Um, right now, I stopped with carnivore. I had some problems. Hmm. I, I had uh, a DP and another guy that was involved, actor, producer. I gave him a big part in the movie. For some reason, we filmed in Apple Valley. And then, you know, it was in 4K and this and that. And I gave the reins over and let somebody else do the editing and the this and the that. And I don't know what it is. Sometimes people, grifters, con men, whatever, you give people a little title of a producer or this and that. Um, I gave them the script. Um, then I told, I gave them links to my movies on IMDb, you know, on uh, Vimeo. And then the DP comes to me and says, I don't like the script. 
Um, your movies are all the same. I'm like, well, A, they're not. But, I mean, The Butcher, Ravage, and Ravage Nations are three different movies. Um, okay, so what? you're not hired to be a critic. You're being paid to be the DP. And mm-hmm. then the, uh, the other actor and producer. I, I don't know what their game plan was. But what they also did was... Um, they put a. Sh- they took the footage we had, and was trying to make their own short out of it. Oh boy! Yeah, I caught it on IMDb. It went under a different name. The synopsis was the opening scene of these two girls being chased by two killers. They're out there in the desert. Blah 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 blah. The girl's got a cut leg. The idiot is so stupid. He left my characters' names still on IMDb. Hmm. So my my scripts are registered with the guild. So I reached out to them and said, look, A, B, C, and D, or you're going to see my lawyer. Um, you know, so it was that kind of thing. We hated each other back and forth. We stopped talking to each other. I'm not going to continue this um, a little bit more, but it, right now um, it's de- it's dead in the water as far as I'm concerned. Um, just because it just gave me a bad taste in my mouth. I don't know what they were trying to do. I don't know what their game plan was that you didn't like my script, but you liked it well enough to steal my script. Mm -hmm. Um, You steal, you steal my characters. Um, It it thinks it's off IMDb. Now I went, you know, I spoke to the writers guild. Let's see what they're going to do. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. So right now it's off of IMDb. Okay. So, so so basically we're one minute. So basically, we won't make mention of uh, Carnivora, and it'll be just a lesson of uh, what not to do when it comes to right. uh, movies uh-huh. like that. So that'd be a lesson to everybody. Yeah, it's a lesson of not what to do. Um, you know, again, I don't know what pe- what's in the back of people's minds. Maybe they did like it. They were stealing it, obviously, because you took the footage and tried to make your own movie mm-hmm. um, under your, your own label and everything. Um, I don't I don't know. You know, um, you have to, especially in the indie world. Um, I don't know about regular indie films, but in the indie um, horror, uh, there are a lot of cons. There are a lot of grifters. There was one big guy that they caught last year. He was doing this big crowdfunding. Oh, I have this actor and that actor and that actor and this A-lister. And these people don't know who this guy was. People were investing. I mean, this guy was like, half a million dollars ripping people off. They finally caught him and I think he's doing some jail time now. But I mean, there's just, I, I don't know. It's, it's an ugly side to the business. It's not always that way. Um, there are a lot of good people in the business, in the industry. You're going to get creeps everywhere. Con men, people trying to ride on your coattail. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I could, I'm only worrying about myself. Um, luckily for me, this hasn't happened to me a lot. Um, I'm usually a bright, you know, smart guy. I'm New York savvy. Um, you know, I, again, you can be fooled by anybody. Um, but just thank God that, you know, um, it was caught early on. And it wasn't a whole film done and then a whole film being taken away from me and, you know, having rights being fought back and forth and whatever. But right now that's somewhere else and I'm doing contaminate now. So, okay. All right. Well, uh, certainly have uh, you. Whole, 
We'll certainly have you back. Talk about that, Michael. In the meantime, where can we find all your works at, including Ravage, Ravage Nation and more? Ravage Nation is out on Blu-ray and DVD if you'd like to buy it. Um, just, you know, um, hit me up on uh, on Facebook, Michael Monsantos. I have fan pages, so just type in Ravage or Ravage Nation. Uh, there's links I've had to, uh, to purchase it. And um, it's going to be coming out on streaming pretty soon. And um, yeah, that's that, that's where I am right now. All right, well, certainly check that out with uh, Michael Mastasos, the award-winning uh, director and actor here on the Mike Wagner Show at Ravage Nation. Just a couple of things, Michael. We'd love to have you back and give us an update. And what else can we expect from you in 2023 and beyond, Michael? Oh my God, I have so many plans. Um, you know, lots of lots of other scripts that I've been working on, and um, you know, let's just see where where the year takes us. You know. Let, let's just go on that roller coaster ride and see what happens. All right. We'll certainly do so and enjoy the ride as well with some popcorn. And who do you consider <laughs> biggest influence in your career, Michael? Biggest influences. Oh my God. Um, again, I, I, the, the John Carpenters and people like that, that I grew up with, like everybody else grew up with, um, you know, hats off to people like that. Um, you know, your childhood heroes. That's what made me like the horror films. Oh my God, they could do that. They could do that. And, you know, of course, you know, the Freddies, the Jasons, the Michael Myers. I, I still love the Halloween franchise. Um, I'm still a nerd. I'm a big kid at heart. I love these kind of movies. Bring me there, a box of popcorn and let's have a good time. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> kind of guy when it comes to movies. Yeah. No Amityville either, too. So... <laughs> No Amityville, no. Unless you watch the original Amityville. That's right, that's right. So no Amityville, guys, okay? So we'll do that. And what's the best advice you can give to anybody at this point? Best advice, just keep doing what you're doing. Everybody has hopes, dreams, and aspirations. Um, don't let anybody put you into a dark place. Don't let anybody pigeonhole you, uh, put you into a corner. Um do not listen to the word no, or it can't happen, or it won't happen. It does. You want it badly. You want it bad enough. Um, it, it, it does happen. Just, just give it time. My mom always said things for me and my career would always happen late in life. And she was right. Um, things have been snowballing and evolving late in my life. Um, so she was right. Uh, just keep doing what you're doing, man. You know, it's like everybody, however you get there, we all are going on the same road. Uh, some will get there a little bit sooner than others. It's everybody's different journey. Just in, sit back and enjoy the ride. Mm -hmm. And certainly will do as well, too. We're here with the multi-talented award-winning director, actor, living in Los Angeles. Michael Masasos here on the Mike Wagner Show, Ravage Nation. Michael, a very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely fantastic. Looking forward to having you soon. Keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Love to have you back. And um, once again, what's your website? How do people contact you? Where can people purchase or check out your works? Okay, well, um, you can follow me on Instagram at um, RealMichaelM17, um, Ravage lowercase 17, um ravage lowercase nation and uh, those are on instagram uh the movies uh real michael m17 is me personally so if you want to reach out to me personally on instagram that's my handle for that so 
We will certainly check that out. Once again, Michael Verbeek, thank you for your time. You've been absolutely fantastic. Looking forward to having you again soon. Keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Love have it back. Wish you all the best. And Michael, you definitely have a great future ahead of you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Take care, Mike.